Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And welcome to Marvel Movie News. Oh my goodness, this show, we have Ant-Man and the Wasp. Spoiler-free review. Has the Disney deal gone through? Is Fantastic Four our first family back? We'll find out right now. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Marvel Movie News. And welcome! Here we are, yes. Uh, we are the Marvel Movie News, and welcome yes. to the uh, Demolition Man episode, <laughs> uh, because this is episode 187. Episode 187. Yeah. Yes. I, I just said it was the Snoop Dogg episode, but that's cool. We got There's layers. There's there you layers. go, and we are coming to you live from the rebuilt Baxter building. So make sure to subscribe mm. to us on iTunes at Marvel Movie News. You can find us on YouTube.com slash Popcorn Talk Network. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at Marvel News PTN. We're very, very active on Twitter, so please find us there, or at the popcorn talk on um, facebook we do have a facebook it exists so that's at facebook.com slash marvel news show follow us like us we're trying to be more active there too and hey if you tweet out a link uh to our show with a message telling people about our live chat which is one of the best places on earth aunt manthony yeah. and the booth will retweet you what's up everybody aunt manthony here in the booth and can you believe it aunt man is upon us i cannot wait to run out to my theater this weekend and watch all the glorious you uh, must uh, be particularly is, excited is that you god <laughs> <laughs> Yes, my son. <laughs> <laughs> and those uh, dulcet tones that you hear is uh, Mr. B. Dave Walters. You can find right. him just about everywhere, all over the internet, are playing RPGs, are D&Ding, and please let us know where we can find you. That is true. Uh, I am B. Dave Walters. I do do all the things. Uh, my main <laughs> thing right now is I am the DM of Theogony of Kairos, the streaming show on Maze Arcana, where Wednesdays at 7. I'm one of the co-hosts of Ask Your Black Geek Friend. I'm on We're Alive for Frontier. I am literally anywhere people will come and let me say words into a microphone. <laughs> He's in I your will, living room right now. Literally, it's like you could set a trap for me if you just like set up a blue yeti in the living room. In <laughs> <laughs> a window Spider-Man open. Shaved cookies. <laughs> yes. right, and exactly. right next to that awesomeness is some more awesomeness. And we have uh, Joshua yes. Evans. Let them know where they can find you. Uh, on Twitter, I Comics Inspire is my main brand, so it's Instagram, Twitter. Uh, I got a podcast by the same name, YouTube channel by the same name, and then I guess around I do things with friends, Excellent. hang out with popular people. Excellent. And then, of course, we have our associate producer and uh, awesomeness in her own right. She's on the <laughs> Cosmic Couch, and we have um, Amy Cassandra Martinez. Hello, I am here. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we are going to uh, jump right in. Is the first part of our title. So we are going to do, don't worry, everyone, it is a spoiler-free review. We are not giving you any kind of spoiler with this because we want you to enjoy it, uh, well, as much as I did. Yes. yes. So, but this, we're going to talk some Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yes. 
spoiler free, spoiler free, spoiler free, uh, spoiler free, spoiler free. One, one spoiler: Dave. there is both an Ant Man and a Wasp. Oh, there, dang, there, it. There, there, dang it! Suffer there you go. Dang it! Suffer. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, just some overall impressions. Uh, how how did you feel? What was it like for you? I liked it. Uh, TLDR, I gave it a seven. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I felt it was it was a, it was a decent follow. <laughs> I love up. that you said that. Yeah, like, like, it's, it's the internet. I mean, let's just get let's just get to it. Right. You know? Okay. Uh, right. I felt it was a, it was a decent follow up to the first one. Uh, I went into the first one with zero expectations, so I think I was a very blank slate to be impressed. This one, I I knew what they did in the first one, and so I felt it continued that. Uh, I would have liked something different or more or greater depth or greater growth. Ah, see what it is? See the layer? That's see okay. That? Right. Back, back yeah. Yeah. Ah, there you go. Ah, ah, Stay on yeah. brand. Stay yeah. on brand. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I like the fine. See it. Okay. Uh, Amy, how about uh, how about you? How's, what's going on over there with you and Ant-Man and the Wasp? <clears throat> well, um, having seen it now, I, I actually really did like it. I really did. And I liked um, all of the nice action sequences that we got. And the music, and there was an added humor that I know that we got a little bit of in the first movie, um, but I think it was just kicked up a notch, which I really appreciated. And it surprised me. I liked it way more than I thought I would. So, yeah. Yeah. And I loved Paul Rudd. (laughs) <laughs> He's amazing. That part. Okay. Well, um, I've I've had the pleasure of uh, seeing it twice now. Twice I couldn't see it the now. third time just because, like, this has been a real rough month for me <laughs> of running around everywhere. Um, but I, I did get to see it twice, and I did do um, a uh, press junket for Nerdist. Uh, so I did get to talk with the cast and everything, but still, ah, no spoilers, no spoilers. Okay, so for <laughs> this movie, I actually enjoyed it a lot more than I did the original um, Ant-Man. Not saying anything against that, um, against Ant-Man, sure. but with this, I thought it focused on all the things, all the great things that Ant-Man brought us, you know, um, that um, having the average Joe criminal be turned into a superhero, and then um, the whole family um, background and everything like that with Cassie, uh, and then Michael Pena and having his criminal gang with, like, a T.I. and uh, uh, David, oh, I always mispronounce his last name, uh, but the the guy who plays the Russian. <laughs> um, having, having all of that, and then having the high stakes of that um, within a superhero realm, you got that, and then it just pumped that volume up yeah. for Ant-Man and the Wasp for me. Yeah. Um, I very much felt on um, Scott Lang's side, where it's like, yeah, he he accepted the the consequences of things, that mm-hmm. the decisions that he had made. Yes. Um, and if you watch Civil War, then you know what I mean with that. <laughs> um, so accepted that and had to move forward, and I think that they did that in such a beautiful way for this particular movie. Yeah, it does a good job of establishing where Ant-Man was during Infinity War. It does a good job of establishing where he's going post-Infinity War. Uh, There are two post-credit scenes, I will say that, so make sure you stay all the way to the end. Yes, yes. Uh, yes. It's a Marvel movie. Y'all know. At this point in the credits roll, you just get comfortable again. It's what your third drink is for. (laughs) You know, I I gotta say, to to this day, I don't understand when people like get up and roll out. I'm like, we've been at this for 10 years. Right. Everybody knows. It's not even like just a fan thing anymore. Everybody knows this. Yeah. Um, And I will say most definitely, and you see this in the trailer, like Mm -hmm. already, you see it in the trailer. Mm -hmm. Um, Wow. Uh, 
Peyton Reed, it's so creative and imaginative the way that the fight scenes are. Yes. Like mm-hmm. the the ones that you have um, with Ghost and the Wasp. All of this is in the trailer, so I'm yes. not saying anything yeah, yeah, that yeah. isn't there. Yeah. Like you see the Wasp run across the surface of a knife. Yeah. But just the way that, um, and even in the trailer you see this, how she utilizes the fact that she can become as small as this at any time. Yeah. And then you think about yourself like in your house with like a rolled up magazine because somehow you still have magazines in your place. I mean, um, and you trying to just go after yeah. a right. yeah, you trying to go after a bug. I think <laughs> it it was right. it was so there. Yeah. I liked her power set, and I really enjoyed the power set of um, Ghost. Yeah, yes, definitely. Um, I mean, visually, it's it's interesting because if you think about it on its face, uh, I'm a superhero that can get really small is not that compelling. No. <laughs> so being able to show that in a way that it is useful and interesting and in you know, it, at times, uh, lethal is not the word I'm looking for, but very combat effective, I, I suppose, mm. uh, was a really neat thing. She was super creative. Like, uh, that was the thing that impressed me the most. Like, she's way smarter than he is about how <laughs> how to adapt the technology. Like, just the salt shaker thing had me, like, tripping for mm-hmm. days. I was like, that's yeah. amazing. That's so cool. I never would have thought of that. Yeah, no. absolutely. It's no. like it's thinking outside the box. It's like something like with uh, uh, Dave, like with you doing RPGs, you know, like if you have something like a bugbear and you're on a level two, you don't go straight for the throat. That's not going to work. First of all, uh, <laughs> thank you for speaking my language. I, 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 I appreciate that for my own sub-dialect of nerd. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. And, and I think at the end of the day, that's what keeps people coming back in for these things and yes. keeps people engaged. That yeah, you, yeah. you need to show something both visually and depth-wise. And even like, because uh, I felt Doctor Strange did a good job about that. Yes. Even though it's a, right. a while back now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But visually, the portrayal of the magic and how everything yeah. was fractal and everything was changing and the, oh, you yeah. know, Dormammu, I've come to bargain. But I will say this. I just read this today. This is also spoiler-free. Um, in the quantum realm, mm. in Ant-Man, mm-hmm. there are apparently literally frames of upcoming... Marvel films. They did it in the first one. Really? And they were like, pe- like people didn't know until like the Blu-ray when people Uh-oh. were like pausing. Uh-oh. Like, wait a second. And like Kevin Fahey and the director, they have confirmed. They are their- so slick with yeah. this. Very I love nice. That. Yeah, because we cool. had we had like little hints of it in Doctor Strange <laughs> mm-hmm. and yeah. then uh, original Ant-Man and now Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. So bring, uh, bring, look- bring your Zoom monocle <laughs> there we right. go. to the right, theater. Right. Yeah. yeah. It looks like I need to do that third show. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> Sometime this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, And then along with that, um, for, for any people that are Michael Pena fans, which is like me, uh, just the comedy, they definitely bring it. Like, yeah. if you wonder, yeah. like, oh, will they do uh, the story with Michael Pena? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, because uh, they yeah. did it, Ant-Man. And it's done sure. in such a beautiful way. And I'm so excited for you to see that. And mm-hmm. um, then, like, you know, tweet us uh, with that. We'll just, like, share that enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. yeah, is there anything else about uh, Ant-Man and Wolf? I mean, we... I mean, family, you know, we have um, Cassie in there. and Props to Paul Rudd because he got super carved up. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah we got we got some chiseled Rudd. So some chiseled like, Paul, Paul Rudd happened. What happened was he saw True. Black Panther. He's like, oh, oh that's the bar. Right. Okay. Oh, All right. I okay. like that. I'm okay. also cool. Look at me. Yeah, right. Yeah. Once you once you see a Killmonger, then it's like, oh, maybe I need to step up my superhero ab game. Right. At least, just, at, just at least try. Bit. Yeah, yeah, totally. I agree. Yeah, I mean... Mm-hmm. uh Looking forward to the next one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I don't have a scoring system for it. I either like something or I don't. And you can tell That's because pretty good. because <laughs> then because then I'll be like, 
well, yeah, you should see this because, or or I'll be like, oh my god, see that because of this, right? So this is a oh my god for me. See it. (laughs) It's it's a it's rated Ermagerd. Yes, uh, Aaron McGee. Yeah, it's super funny and very rewatchable. So, but moving on. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, uh, Fantastic Four. Uh, they're 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 back. Fantastic Four in the comic and books. Good. Fantastic right. Four is back in the comic books. Important clarification. Yeah. Important exactly. Yes. yes. So returning to Marvel Comics, um, there is a big launch. I believe it is August 8th. Yes. Uh, definitely in August. And they're going to do an all-out release party. They are going all-out for Fantastic Four number one. So it's like you miss yes. nothing. It's right. like you miss right, right, nothing. Right, right. Uh, and it's going to be uh, written by Dan Slott. And the artwork will be Sarah Pacelli. Wow. This has happened. Okay, because, yes, because, uh, absolutely, the the last time we had Fantastic Four, uh, well, when that was canceled, that was about three years ago, about 2015, Mm -hmm. when it was like, okay, and we're going to stop doing this now. Enjoy your movies. (laughs) Which is... A a part of that, well, but a part of that was a civil war with Sony, also. Um, Marvel and Sony were beefing over the rights to the Fantastic Four, and they were like, cool, well, we'll literally starve you out. So yeah, pretty much. Yeah, your movie's yeah. bad, and nobody's. Good luck. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> and we're also gonna take Michael B. Johnson off your hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Did you say Michael B. Johnson? Because mm-hmm, he was in the the bad Fantastic Four, yeah. and then oh, he was Killmonger. Michael B. Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. Sorry, Jordan. <laughs> Michael, right, Michael, right. Michael Johnson you know is a UFC fighter. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, nice, but, nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and man. then um, you know, I guess we can go ahead and say that the reason why this is happening is that. Basically, we're just waiting for the ink to dry mm-hmm. on this contract. $71.3 billion. Dollars for, All powerful. Wow, Disney. Uh, Disney's doing that thing. I, I yeah. mean, technically speaking, there is still some time for right. Comcast to come with a better official. offer than $71.3 yeah. But yeah. Disney's luck. acting like this is, this is done. Yeah. Right. And... Disney has patience, <laughs> confidence, and, and money, and, also and yeah, and yeah. resource. So, like, they are supposed to be. I believe the shareholder vote for that is July twenty seventh, nice. and like ten a.m. Yeah. in New York. So, yep. hey, it's be a wrap. so and then for them to be doing this big push with Fantastic right. Four. Yep. Right. How do you feel about this? You feel like we have Fantastic Four back in the MCU, also, or tell me how you feel about Fantastic Four coming out. And comics again? Yeah, I, I think one we're going to. I, I think yeah. people that are because believe it or not, the first two Fantastic Four movies I didn't hate. Um, sure. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I thought they worked fine. You know, Michael Checklist and all that. Right. The um, two thousand five Fantastic Four, yeah, yeah. and then uh, Rise of the when Silver Chris Surfer, was still a Torch, oh, eight, and then I, I think that was eight, and then two thousand fifteen oh. was Fantastic Four again. Yeah. Um, that's the one we don't <laughs> speak of. Yeah. Uh, hey, they had a fantastic cast. They did. Fantastic cast. That, that, that was that where it ended. But that makes it worse, though. Like, that makes it worse. When Walmart you can have, can't get rid of it out of the five dollar bin. Yeah. Like when oh. when you have when you have talented people and you still deliver garbage. And uh, that, I to me, I think that was Josh Trank being a diva because um, uh, his his previous one, uh, Chronicle, Chronicle was great. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so he had it in him to deliver a great superhero movie. But I think that's a mistake people make when they're dealing with these iconic characters. Yeah. Is that in order to make this valid, it has to be a bold reimagining? Right. It's like, uh, it's like yeah. well, no, 
It doesn't. <laughs> you don't have to kill the past. Yeah, you don't. Well, I think that's why Captain America is working so well yeah. in the mm. cinematic universe, because they've portrayed him as the ultimate soldier and the quintessential right. American, right. which is what that Which is weird that is. they're even able to do that yeah. in modern times. Like, how did you make this 70s throwback hero work? But they did. Mm-hmm. They did, mm-hmm. in fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, it's fun. Just like um, kind of a little offshoot. Um, yeah. Kevin Feige even said, like, for uh, to DC, he was like, hey... Um, you know, go back to the 70s Superman, like the original one, um, that he personally kept on using that as an inspiration for him for, yeah. you know, the MCU. So, yeah, you're you're not sense. off base with that yeah. at all. Yeah. Yeah, 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 where yeah. it's like that original <clears throat> source material, there is, there's a lot to be had there. Well, yeah. You know, the, the, the thing that originally put me on the map and why I'm on the interwebs today <laughs> is I, I do a lot of panel experiences where I talk about the symbolic significance of these, like, superhero stories. I'm doing it again at Comic-Con Saturday at seven um and and, you know the 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 depth and the meaning behind this yeah yeah, yeah. superman and captain america both fulfill the same narrative function where they Mm -hmm. are the ideal they're they're what everyone should ascribe to yeah Mm -hmm. uh superman is the ultimate person basically and captain america is the ultimate american yeah basically right 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 Um, right. and in i think both of those characters if you were to try and create them today you'd get laughed at at the theater yeah, hmm. but but they're important enough though that everybody still wants them though. I think yeah. that's everybody had yeah, a visceral yeah, yeah. reaction to like a gloomy Superman. Yeah, you know, and yeah, I yeah, think yeah. they'd have a, a visceral reaction to a gloomy Captain America. Yeah, but absolutely. I mean, him as Nomad though is dope. <laughs> Some, something that I am excited about, like um, in the world that we are in now, um, with them possibly, we'll just, you know what, I'm just going to confirm it. They're going to make a Fantastic Four for us. Uh, it's going to exist oh, and then see. Okay. Too much money so we're, we're just, we're just, we're just going to go from that baseline with it. Yeah. But I'm so excited for where we are right now, like when we are post-Wonder Woman, we're about to be um, in the thick of Captain Marvel, yes. you know, um, and then like if you're going into like, you know, there's Birds of Prey is going to happen mm-hmm. yeah. and everything like that. For them to have all of this, and, and, and uh, the Dora Milaje, you know, mm-hmm. we have all of these incredibly oh, strong, you know, yeah, so yeah. We, we have all of that. I am so excited on where they will set our first family. Because, like, when you think about when a movie <clears throat> first comes out and then the, the, the world and the society mm-hmm. that it is in at that time, it does reflect, mm-hmm. you know, the, sure. the tastes and the... Um, uh, the experiences of the writers and the directors of that time. Yeah. So us having that now, oh, Dave, yeah, you're like, you, <laughs> what, you, what, what, let me tell you what I foresee as a holy man. Okay. You know? Like I have, I have no greater insight into this than anybody. Okay, because you right. see where I'm going. Yeah, All right, well, go you ahead. know, what, in fact, finish your point. Let me. No, not no, it's just you. like I'm um, Sue Storm in general, and then mm-hmm. like um the the Rogues Gallery that you have with Fantastic Four when you're yes. doing stuff like the Frightful Four. If you're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nihilus. Mm-hmm. If you want to throw the Beyonder in there, mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, there, there is, but there, it will be done in such a great way. I mean, mm-hmm. we had Ego, the Living Planet, mm-hmm. and it worked. Yeah, and um, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy. So I'm, I'm so excited with uh, the depth of character and um, the wacky behind material that they can like put mm-hmm. into this. Yeah. Dave, go ahead. I'm gonna say two things. This again. This is what I foresee as a holy man with no, no, like greater <laughs> access. Great divination. Yeah, exactly. This right. is the will of the living force. <laughs> right. These are the two things, the two predictions I'm gonna make. 
I'm going to say they go the same way with their origin story that they did with the Incredible Hulk, the Edward Norton Incredible Hulk, okay. Okay. where it literally was a 10-second intro. It's like, oh, I'm a scientist, gamma radiation, an explosion, I'm the Hulk, right. movie. And then into the yeah. movie, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. we're going to see them arrive fully <laughs> formed as we're the Fantastic Four. That's the first thing I predict. Or, mm. or at least like five minutes. Yeah. yeah. Um, this was the Don't accident on the rocket origin. and now... You think yeah. they might um, backtrack it like they are with Captain Marvel where she's taking in place in 1991? I hope, so. I hope they follow the format that they kind of did with the Incredibles. Mm. Where it's not all the way present, but it's just enough to where we still connect to the time. They can do like the super. Hey, I'm, I'm going to say I'm, vibe, grand, I'm vibing on both of these. I think, I think they're going to do grand cinematics. They'll be too old if they if they push it too mm. far back in the past. The second thing, and this might tie it into that. Yeah, yeah. They will do the super scroll. So if, if Captain Marvel is about the scroll invasion, then yeah, Fantastic yeah. Four very well may be set back. They were and getting about right. That, that would make super yeah. scroll, which yeah. you know can lead to the Hulkling, which could lead to yeah. what so many other things. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Oh, this this is some great <laughs> nerding. Oh, yeah, I, I love yeah. I, ner- I love nerd speculation. <laughs> yeah, this this was a, but talking specifically about these mm. like you know '90s throwback movies that they're making now. Uh, you and <laughs> right. I talked. Again, uh, I think enough time has passed after Infinity War that if you're very, very serious about it, you should have seen it by now. So this is a, 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 a mild throwback to, to the after credit scene in Infinity War. Yes. Where mm-hmm. a certain somebody has a cosmic Nokia pager. And oh, I, yeah. I had a real problem right. that I was like, if you had that, I know of at least two other times you'd have made that call. Uh, and some of that is I'm like, okay, you can't really be held prisoner to filmmaking decisions that were made 10 years ago. Right. right? Yeah. But but there needs to be an on-screen explanation for us like, bro, use it for this. Right. But I think, only I think for there could these. be because her movie. We're just gonna spoil it because sure. her movie is is retro and yeah. Infinity War is where it is. Yep. She could very well have been deep space on any type of mission. And he did not want to like recall her from it. So I, that's I feel like that's the easy fix. Uh, Amy, ah. how's our chat room going with uh, their speculation? I know they have pitches. <laughs> let, let me there just... is no way you can't you can't think about Fantastic Four being part of the MCU again and not have some pitches going on right now. Oh yeah. Let, let me just say, internet. Holes opened in the sky and space dragons flew out of them. Okay? That's true. That, <laughs> if, that if, did if, happen. If you have a deep space homie, that's the time that you would have made that call. But Sorry, what please. if because they, they well they changed the storyline. So what if she's actually off fighting the personification of death? Because that wasn't I mean, deviated from Thanos' storyline yeah. that way. There's still time. There's still, still time. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. I my my thought process is is like um so maybe we're retiring the negative zone for a while because of uh <laughs> because of Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe the quantum realm kind of uh, replaces that. I had this um, conversation with uh, John oh. Schnepp like a couple of days ago, probably over Vegas, probably over drinks, goodness knows. Um, and <laughs> He I, has that effect on people. Just yeah. clouds your recollection. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we were at Absinthe at the time, and there was a drink called The Green Fairy, and there was a show going on. You're but not yes, supposed to give the, up all your Vegas the stuff. Nerd, <laughs> the nerd right, stuff right, right, does right. not stop. <laughs> No, but um, with that, it's like, yeah, the quantum realm is, uh, let's just say the quantum realm is so hot right now, mm-hmm. So, and there's so much depth to be explored there. Sure. I would, I, instead of having it where the Fantastic Four, like Reed Richards, um, is trying to go into the negative zone, and he discovers the ne- negative zone to then save, you know, he's getting, um, uh, it was anti-particles or anti-matter particles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would stupid, love, yeah. I would love for it to be <laughs> for going into the quantum realm, Yeah, but that's a little bit of my pitch. Amy, what is the chat room doing like right now? <laughs> So, uh, well, some of them are a little bit sad about thinking that the first, not generation, but the first, like, um, 
part of Marvel is coming to an end. You know, the first ten oh. years. Oh yeah. But, yeah. but yeah. we do still have sad. some pitches. Uh, Langley M. Neely said, Langley. "My my pitches start in the '60s, go into the neg zone, and then come out in the present." Huh. There you yeah. go. So time traveling. Um, Sky Patterson says Peyton Reed directing a Fantastic Four film set in the 1980s New York City could be interesting. With the old mm-hmm. school environment. Oh, um, I see that someone brought up Annihilus. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Annihilus. The Cockroach yeah. King. <laughs> True, with the flamings in the, in the mouth. My, you need all that. Yeah. My cosmic control rod. <laughs> uh, I will say this, though. It makes sense if they, if they backdate it. Yes. Because yeah. again, because you've got you, there's the two problems that you have to always answer is again, where were you when there were sky dragons? You know, at least you need an <laughs> answer for that. Right, 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 right. Uh, and and this has just kind of always been a thing you just had to accept about uh, Marvel comics is is New York City is mad eventful. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> like, it going a lot down of stuff happening constantly. All parts of the city. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I would depart New York like fairly, <laughs> fairly, fairly quickly. You're just the Fantastic Four family vacation. That's, that's it's true. Like you're like we're live from the Baxter building, and again, the Baxter building got destroyed. So that's my point illustrated practically. Right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. Yeah. Um, really quickly, Seattle KO said live action Incredibles movie meets Lost in Space. Oh, basically, <laughs> I, I really feel that's like pretty cool. they mean like Lost in Space, yeah. Lost in Space, like, like what we have Netflix? now. That's what oh. I'm thinking. Well, I mean, wow. originally they were astronauts. I'm actually fine right. with they went to space right. and got straight up hit. That the was cosmic Mark Way's yeah. run, right? When yeah. they were like exploring space and everything that would yeah. be that would be good but it's it, perfectly time everything's all cosmic now anyways you got your Captain Marvel tie-in you got your Guardians of the Galaxy tie-in right. you got your explanation of where they've been all this time yes it's the yeah. trifecta yes uh, and Amy if you can chat the chat room yes things, got yeah. it mm-hmm. uh, let's okay. keep it positive guys yeah let's keep it positive <laughs> otherwise uh, time out and you know whatever <laughs> bye there, there, are other, there are other channels that you can watch it's true <laughs> mm. alright so we're gonna do like just a a splattering of uh, Kevin Feige news for mm. everything, like uh, a lot of like little updates, like with things where he's talking about um, Avengers four, mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, where it's like, um, hey, so what are what's supposed to happen, you know? Because like half of the superheroes are, right. you know, such and such, and they disappear, and it's like, um, uh, when asked if characters <laughs> like Black Panther will appear in any trailers, he's I'm like, a, no, alert. they're they're dead. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler alert. It's been a, it's been a little bit. It's, 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 it's been a little bit. Everybody yeah. with confirmed sequels is dead. It's, right. That's yeah. How it's and then yeah. it's not how you die. It's how you live before you die. You know, that that is a, an issue that I'm still very much grappling mm. with is, uh, again, attempting to be vague, but I reiterate, if you really cared, you should have seen it by now. Uh, just but, go for but it. But the, the deaths at the beginning of the movie of Infinity War. Yes. I mm. understand that was establishing the villainy of Thanos. You oh, know, are we again, going into Thanos well, right now? <laughs> it, no, yeah, you might as well. But okay, it's, well, let's go. Let me just say, let's as, go. As, as any pro, pro wrestling fan knows, that's how you put the heel over, by having him beat the old tough guy. Yes. I get it. I know. But if... All of the contribution that those characters have made in this universe up until now get just such a disingenuous end. Mm-hmm. Where it's like neck broke, stab, ship blown up. <laughs> you know, I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, like, I, I, again, yeah. as a holy man, not a spoiler, I think time is going to get rewound back to before Thanos gets even the first gem. And if sure. he doesn't even get the first gem, then none of that happens, and that's how everybody comes back. Right. That is my prediction. 
Oh, good. Okay. But Thanos, I know you have a you have a very nuanced. Ah, oh, yeah. you know, why don't we titan. save that for a Thanos <laughs> okay, section? All right, all right, okay, we'll, we'll come Let's back. Save to, that for a Thanos we'll section. Come back to the man. Um, but when uh, uh, Kevin Feige was asked um, if things will definitely go all in a cosmic uh, direction, um, he said we're holding off on specifics right. on all of it for all the same reasons we hold off on everything. For right. the most part, it's keep the surprises going. The one thing I'll say is. The mere fact that these films exist, people shouldn't take any indication that they can now guess what will happen. Yeah. Let's put it that way. That's good. I like that. I That's know. Terrifying. Isn't that? But it's amazing. I, I like it. And Avengers 4, hopefully, hits theaters uh, May 3rd, 2019. Right. So, you know, there is roughly a 4% chance, 4% is being generous, that a lot of the people that went away they're going to leave out of it, possibly out of the entire movie, if they can get any of the X-Men and the Fantastic Four and all that stuff before then. The thing is, they've shot a lot of that movie, so I don't know. It would be like a giant Hail Mary if they pull that off. But if you have, like, the X-Men are the one that saved the world, and then, like, right at the very end, you get those people back? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe not, like, all the X-Men. Maybe just one. Yeah. But it's it's a long bomb, though. Yeah. Yeah, Right. Yeah. Yeah, like but um, uh, Kevin Feige did go uh, <laughs> further to talk about um, Spider-Man. Yes. Yeah, Spider-Man Far From Home. He said uh, he compared uh, the lighter tone to Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah, so that's yeah. mm-hmm. that's really nice right. to know. Uh, much like Ant-Man and the Wasp, there are things that people know about that movie, which is a great deal of the movie, the villain of the movie, the storyline of the film, that we're shooting in Europe and that Peter Parker goes on continuing after Captain America Civil War. Uh, as a big, giant, superhero-class movie. The fallout of that in Homecoming was John Hughes and him going to his high school. So that's what's fun to us about Spider-Man movies. And again, going from Infinity War to Ant-Man and the Wasp, the tonal shift. So he's talking about that. We know that it is going to be... Um, as a Yeah, for Spider-Man Far From Home... I'm just going to skip to that one. For um, Spider-Man Far From Home... We know, and we well, we were asking, so what does that mean? Uh, he's, right. you know, uh, my thought was, yes, geographical, but also thematic kind of a deal. Sure. But with this, uh, Kevin Feige has answered. He answered, uh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. He says, uh, we know it's the summer, summer vacation. I think he's going to Europe with his friends. So great. Right. Did you see you Orlando Bloom um, petitioning to be Captain Britain? Yes, we've talked about <laughs> that on here. Captain see. Britain. That's I would funny. accept it. I would accept it. I, I, he, I would accept it. Would you? I'd accept it, yeah. Uh, I mean, he's due for another hit. He got Legolas right and then nothing since. So I feel like he's, <laughs> it's time the pendulum should have swung. Yeah. Um, here's my, my issue with that is, yes... Spider-Man is supposed to be a light-hearted, jovial, fun character. In fact, yeah. I think that's the, that's the number one thing Marvel's really gotten right, that he's yeah. a kid having a good time. Well, yeah. at least for, for yeah. right now. Yeah. And then I, growth. Well, but I would even say Peter Parker, for the okay. most part, is always having a good time. Like, some terrible things happen to him, but it's because he's generally... A high emotion, high. He's like the, he's a good person. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, yeah. you know yeah, the yeah. constant chattering and the never shutting <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah. That's what they got the so right in yeah. Civil War, mm-hmm. where he's just chattering nonstop. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so obviously the some of the events of Infinity War are especially wrenching. Mm-hmm. But I think it would be disingenuous unless Infinity War ends on a relative high point. To be like, man, that apocalypse was weird. Anyway, summer vacation. vacation right. <laughs> wah, wah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but well, think about it. I mean, um, 
the world has to go on after right. afterwards. That's you know, true. we it's it's one of those things. Yeah. I mean, that's something that's both beautiful and tragic with us as you know, being human beings. We adapt yeah. to just about anything. Yeah. It's a survival thing, yes, but it's also Kind of gorgeous, Mr. Stark. I don't feel so good. Oh, <laughs> see that? See that? Yeah. So now you're like, why'd you have to bring that up? Exactly. Man. But, but he is—he is a teenager. So sure. if once once Infinity fully resolves next year, he is a teenager, and the whole like, I just want to get away. When it goes far away, it's about like the angsty teen thing still I feel like somewhat applies to him. And I think that's kind of my my criticism of, of what Faggy's saying is that yeah okay we don't know how this is going to get fixed. Yeah. But you're not going to convince any of us that it's not going to get fixed. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you know what I mean? That he's all <laughs> like ooh you don't know. It's like yeah. uh, but we do bro. Yeah. We, you <laughs> announced the slate. We do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I personally, I I think there's only two Avengers that are finally, finally, finally not coming home. And I won't say who they are because it's not a spoiler. It's just my theory. Well, I think it's Iron Man and Captain America. I think Iron Man and Captain America. I think, I mean. I think they're going to give up their lives to do whatever has to happen. And that will be pivotal to fixing everything. I think those two were done. I think the rest of them are going to live. I think those two are dead, dead. I think um, because of the way that it's set up. I mean, you have other people that can pick up the Captain America mantle. And, you know, keep in mind that Captain America is an ideal. It's not. I mean, yes, it's, it's Chris Evans. <laughs> we know that. It's yeah, Chris yeah. Evans. But also, it's Captain America. Mm-hmm. So that can be Bucky. That can be Falcon. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that could be somebody that we aren't thinking of right now. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, maybe they've thought about that for the MCU. Yeah. I mean, I'm leading into that. I mean, Kevin Feige has said many a time, or he has been asked many a time, be like, oh, so how about some female-led uh, Marvel movies right. kind of a thing such mm-hmm. as you know yeah where uh, Tessa Thompson mm-hmm. uh, talked to him about that so you know um, how do y'all feel about that you want some I, uh, when I saw Ragnarok and Valkyrie I was like when it's it's the scene specifically where it's the they're on like the flying horses going against mm-hmm. Hela I was like yeah. I want to see a whole movie with of the Valkyrie? The, oh, a yeah, Valkyrie movie? The Valkyrie just... Oh, okay. Any, it, it could be her... Like, like, I just... I was like, I need more of whatever this mythic feel is. And oh, then she was... Nice. I mean, she was great as Valkyrie. Oh, because I was thinking of something like a bring singularity in, but then you'd have to introduce, you know, exactly everything right. that she is. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead, B. Dave. Oh... Uh, you know, I'm I'm all Captain Diversity on the interwebs and talking about like <laughs> in, in, in inclusion while these things are important. But sure. I, I think a, a key ingredient of making any valid project is it needs to be valid on its own legs. Absolutely. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, if you set out to make the black movie or if you set out to make Absolutely. the female movie, right. yeah. the movie's going to be garbage. Yeah. Set out okay. to make a great movie yeah. that happens to feature these people. That's why Black Panther worked. Because right. it is internally consistent and it just makes sense on its own. Oh, and by the way, here's all these gorgeous black, yeah. black people yeah. in this idyllic portrayal yeah. of the motherland. It's true. Um, and so I think it's going to be the same thing. I think if you set out to make an interesting, compelling superhero film, Right, like just the best mm. story. Yes, yeah. with the right people on both sides of the camera. Yes, then it's going to work. I yeah, think yeah. if you if they come at it like, well, we've got these twelve females. That's clearly all it takes to make a movie. I'm gonna be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> right, because no. then that that then hurts the movement because then yes. all the people are gonna be like, oh, 100%. it had a woman at the front of it. It flopped. It must have been because of the woman, not like the writers and the producers. Yeah, that's an the interesting scenes. thing that yeah. Um, yeah. a lot of uh, well, not a lot. I'm not gonna yeah. say a lot, but yeah. some people um, like to fall back on vocal. 
trolls. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. No, or it's, it's not because of somebody's um, uh, gender identity right. that um, something does not uh, right. go to the level that you think they're that it actors. Would. They're right. given what to do. Yeah, it's like yeah, the thing that they're given is not. There's good. a lot of things that happen with <laughs> yeah. all of these. Um, yeah. But speaking of which, um, another yeah. like spattering of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, Doctor Strange sequel uh, has been confirmed. Yes, we mm-hmm. will definitely right. say it has because you know uh, Kevin Feige has said that the Marvel universe is bound to get stranger yeah Yeah. uh so uh dr strange you know Mm -hmm. whenever we do another strange one which we will do Mm -hmm. it will be a number of years from the first strange Mm -hmm. and yet he's a very big part of avengers infinity war so it is just a good problem to have when you have too many beloved characters that people want to see more of whilst keeping to our core belief that we need to keep exploring nuance and keep doing different types of things. Nuance. Yeah. Nuance. I, I don't Magic think word. I don't think superhero <laughs> fatigue is a thing. I don't I don't think, you know, in any of these franchise fatigues are a thing. I think if you continue putting out interesting, compelling content, mm-hmm. people will show up to consume it. Right. Mm. So I'm like, you could put a Marvel movie out every week and if they're legit, <laughs> I'm a go. Yeah. As opposed to like yeah. three right. years. Yeah, every exactly. Week. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, but I mean, but again, when they stop working, like, again, I realize we're here to talk about Marvel, but I'm a super Star Wars fanboy, but Solo Ooh. wasn't a very good movie. It just wasn't. So, uh, to I don't feel like they need to feel like it's a jukebox that just keeps punching them yeah. out. I mean, yeah, yeah. do it right. Yeah. But, yeah, keep doing yeah. it. Yeah. So, okay. I'm, I, I think any of these that. major franchise tent poles we've seen so far, we're going to see more of them, except the Hulk. We may have never get yeah. <laughs> And I think it's more, it's also taking yeah. the superhero world and stuff and just dropping it in a genre. So yeah. it's not necessarily a superhero movie. It's a romance. Yeah. It's a spy thriller. Yeah, yeah they cross, just happens cross to have genre. Super, yeah. the superhero yeah. But that yeah. reminds me of uh, Silver and Black, where that's just uh, kind of been put on hiatus. You know, right. uh, Gina yeah. Prince-Blythewood, and you, hey, it's not right. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to just do it. Yeah. I want yeah. you to yeah. do it right or I, just hold off. I would like to see a Black Widow movie where she He's basically James Bond, you know, where it's like, here's Natasha Romanoff being a super spy. Right. You know, and like, that's what the movie's about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I'm I'm super fine with that, though. But again, not because we have to make a a female superhero movie. No, because you want to make a legit Black Widow movie. Right. You know, Scarlett Johansson has done her part. The character's established. She's interesting. She's compelling. She's lethal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, we know she can do it. Then do that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And then I just really like the whole idea of a uh, you know doctor strange movie because um you know what happened to baron mordo you know we yeah. have uh, I just uh, want chuito ujifor i hope i said that right uh yeah he's a uh, phenomenal and i want that to come back around i just want 90 minutes of dormammu i've come to bargain yeah <laughs> i'm sure that's on youtube somewhere yeah. oh, 110 <laughs> hours of dormammu i've come to bargain absolutely yeah yeah, yes, I love that. And there can also be kind of a, a cross between Doctor Strange and Black Panther if they have Brother Voodoo in there. So just there saying, you go. There just you go. Options. Just throwing look at, throwing look, that they out. Have, they have how, a lot they can do. Dare you have I an know. extensive encyclopedic knowledge of the material? <laughs> I'm Johnny how, Nerdy Seed. How dare you, madam? <laughs> Yes. Um, but well, for talking about your Thanos thing before, so mm-hmm. Thanos uh, extended. It is a possibility. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Jim Starlin is the uh, he's the source of the rumor, mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, where Avengers: Infinity War may get an extended cut um, on home video that will include more of Thanos's backstory. We're mm-hmm. talking about thirty extra minutes yeah. of Thanos footage yep. uh, that was cut. So, wow. There's a lot there that we could mine. 
You know what? I'm passing this to you. I, <laughs> okay. I, 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 I know this is important. I know that you have a theory, Josh. No, I just, I'll, I'll keep it brief. Okay. I won't. I won't do my rant. Um, <laughs> I've had so many arguments about this. I just. I don't see what. Like, what is the what are the thirty minutes going to be of? Like, I feel like and I was saying this earlier. I feel like Thanos is the epitome of like 2018 waste your time. Like, he just. He didn't even accomplish his goal. He has an infinity gauntlet. He kills half the people, which only buys him, what, 100,000 years? Like, he should have just increased resources or, like, should have did a lot of stuff. So, like, 30 more minutes. It didn't help. I know we're, we're doing Marvel news stuff, but it didn't help um, Batman versus Superman. That added 30 minutes. It didn't make it, like, an overall, like, oh, this is a fantastic movie. I, I don't. And I don't want to feel bad but for that. That is a whole other evil. conversation, it though. And it, it will get into the Snyder Cut and everything. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. a whole other conversation. <laughs> I'm all for the Snyder Cut, for the record. Let me say that now. Um, have Have you ever read the original Infinity Gauntlet? No. Right. But yeah. isn't his, his his original thing is he's trying to impress death, right? Yes. That, yeah. And that's the story that I wanted. Yeah. Well, but here's the problem with that. And, and I mean, I loved, I loved yeah. the original Infinity War. But in the year 2018, I'm going to kill half of all life in the universe to impress a girl. Won't fly. But I feel like uh, I quite like it used to. That's true. But I think they could have gone deeper because then you, like, if he's trying to impress death, and I feel like they really could have dug into the, the philosophy of, like, why everybody dies sure. so why do we put so much effort into being alive like sure. just go into into all of that and like why is he trying to impress death can death be impressed like really just dig into it i will say also they could have completely finally shut dc out if uh that had been his no actually i think i take that back i changed i changed my argument midstream <laughs> okay. i think they changed thanos story to shut dc out because they're moving towards dark side and dark side wants the anti-life equation but dark mm-hmm. side wants to kill everything everywhere because oh, you know right because it's i'm dark side, dark side. <laughs> yeah. so which I, which yeah. brings it back side. around to um annihilus who wants to kill everybody everywhere and then just be the sole survivor because yep. He's a nihilist. There you go. Well, yeah, it all, well, you know, the, <laughs> the, most, all the, the most compelling so argument of those I've ever seen, uh, again, it, it, the grand heresy of mentioning DC, was Al Man and the crisis on um, mm. Two Earths in the, yeah, yeah. the, the DC animated movie, where he's like, because it's the only thing I can do that matters. Yes. I have to kill everybody because yes. everything else, like there's some quantum variation, you yeah. know. So, so back to Thanos. Even that's an acceptable explanation. Yeah. Well, mm. but, 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 but back to Thanos, I think, well, one, the story's only half over. Right, definitely. Um, I think I we have Farmer with. Thanos yeah. happening in but there. I don't know We're that I'm some super, Farmer Thanos. I don't know that oh, I'm super pumped about super Farmer Thanos. You know what? I want some Farmer Thanos because I actually kind of felt for Thanos. I mean, oh, he's he's a, he's, he's a maniac. He's a maniac. Right. He's completely wrong. But then it's also <laughs> a like, mad titan. Uh-huh. 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 You know what? That was a beautiful punchline to end that on. So. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> disrupted um, her own thought stream. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It's, we can talk more Thanos, and you can talk Thanos in the yeah. comments tweet and uh, us. tweet us uh, with that. But unfortunately, for time constraints, we do have to Mobius. like move on to yes. Morbius because on. Jared Leto. <laughs> right? Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> Jared Leto. So he's adding. Yeah, he's a uh, dude is going super super villain because mm-hmm. uh, yeah he yeah. Is. We so Sony is Sony Pictures is developing a solo spinoff project for Morpheus Morbius yes. Morpheus uh-huh. oh can you imagine uh, a you Matrix know? remake I feel like that's another <laughs> yeah, for Morbius the living vampire uh, so this would be set to follow the anti-hero exploits of the blood sucking Superman antagonist uh, and this is um, off of a script by Burke Sharpless and Matt Sazama yes. I'm Spider-Man sorry Spider-Man antagonist you said what, Superman antagonist did I say Superman 
Superman? Yeah. Maybe I just have Superman on the ring. It's true, because Superman would work Morbius. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That would be a short day. <laughs> Thank That's true. you. Um, drag him to the but summer. yeah, this is the same duo that did the 217 Power Rangers uh, film mm-hmm. reboot and most lastly, uh, most uh, lately, uh, Lost in Space mm-hmm. for Netflix. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of excited about that for Morbius. Um, I will say completely when I was thinking about the Rogues Gallery of um, Spider Man, I did not think no. Morbius. <laughs> Right. For you know, first, right. um, that is just me. But um, how how do y'all feel about uh, this Morbius news and Jared Leto? I would love it if they this ends up them going full Darkstalkers. That whole thing in the nineties mm. that was Blade, Morbius, yeah. Johnny Blaze. I love that brings um, Blade back, back in, back into the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like it's like everybody be quite, act natural, act right. natural, right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Ghost Rider. Ah! Yeah, yeah, right. Um. I mean, I'm all for it. I like Jared Leto a lot. Um, I I liked him fine as the Joker in Suicide Squad. Um, I I think that it would the edit they, that movie suffered from the edit, um, and so the the he's a gifted actor. He looks like Morbius, right? Um, right, right, right. I, I think uh, I I do have some real concerns about Venom, as we were talking about before. But I mean, uh, I my my number one concern though is I feel like Sony. Mm-hmm. Is saying we've got this stuff. We know it's important, but right. we really actually don't <laughs> do know do what to do with it. Yeah, yeah. right. Not really. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's like like right now if we had like a, a a a metal sphere that we were like, well, this is a ten billion dollar quantum calculator, and it's like, well, I mean, okay, but. Do we light it? Like, yeah. I mean, I'm touching it, my phone <laughs> to it. Do? I yeah. know it's important, yeah, yeah. but I they don't... They have a lot of strong properties. Meh. Well, it's like when they were talking about doing a Sinister Six movie without Spider-Man. Yeah. I'm like, then you probably shouldn't be allowed at the table uh, yeah, to discuss That's this. a very, very interesting prospect that I would want to like sit down and really talk to the person about. To be like, okay, so... How? And for what? They, only, and they, what they teamed way? up to fight Spider-Man, so why are they a team now? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I would understand if you're like uh, taking it for one of them, like to back to the origins, like my villain origins, where they're like yeah. a regular person, stuff happens to them, and, and you know it projects, you know, on and out. Sure. Yeah. But at you know, eventually, I'm I'm going to need some Spider-Man, but, you know, eventually. But I, I think the only way you could do a standalone Sinister Six movie is if you went full Old Man Logan. Where you're like the six of us are basically going to war uh, to slice up the city, and maybe somewhere along the way we encounter like a mutual, you know, a, a, yeah. mu- a, a reason to have a mutual understanding, yeah, type thing, and then like go the rest of the way. That would be, but even then, Spider, you have to have Spider Man at least like <laughs> in prison somewhere, oh, just man. like bleeding. Like, okay, we <laughs> yeah. understand why he's not here. Right. I love these nerd conversations. Uh, Disney is completely killing it this year. We already know this. <laughs> I mean, everything from money. Greatest Showman to Jumanji to <laughs> Black Panther, <laughs> a movie called Black Panther, a movie called Deadpool two, Avengers Infinity War, and I predict that Ant-Man and the Wasp will do extremely well because it is it is a family-friendly movie. Yeah. Um, it's mm-hmm. great. Uh, I, I don't see any reason for you not to see it um, yeah. opening weekend besides you being too busy and then go see it like two weekends later. <laughs> right. Right. It's right, one right. of those movies that you can you can see at any time. Yeah. Right. I personally and again, you, you vote with your wallet. Uh, even if you think it's maybe not be like 100% your cup of tea if you want to see anything even close. Right. Like if you, right, if right. you want to see representation of strong like female superheroes if you want to see more action comedies yeah, if you yeah. just want more things yeah. more then see the thing yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah yeah definitely yeah. 
Well, it's just um, the overall uh, <coughs> box office for everything is just wow. They're there. Well, they're super. Got like a third and I, of I the forgot. Office, I forgot to they? say Incredibles too. Oh my god! Oh yeah, Incredibles too was yeah delightful. Yeah, yeah, I enjoy, yeah, I enjoyed um, it. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot. So we're going to go into TV talk. We... Marvel movie news. We're talking TV <laughs> Oh, and uh, thank you, chat room. I was uh, confusing some of my movies there. <clears throat> I confused some movies that were Sony with Disney. I was looking over um, overall um, gross box office for America. Um, but yes, thank you for the correction. So for I mean, they were all Marvel movies. They weren't all Disney movies. They're yeah, all Marvel they're all Marvel movies. movies. There you, you know. All okay, so um, for TV, so Luke Cage season two or Luke mm-hmm. Cage just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that um, uh, episodes <coughs> one through three were talked about um, last week with uh, yeah. Chloe and Trevor, kind of a thing. Okay, so I know not everybody in the room has had a chance to see. All of season two, I was going to uh, discuss some of four, five, and six. But how about we just do like some overall um, impressions, like with overall Luke Cage, mm-hmm. some overall cage, S- some sweet you know, Christmas kind of a thing. <laughs> because I, I think that is um, that's very helpful mm-hmm. for yeah. people that are perhaps they've only seen the Netflix, um, you know, episodes. Right. Or perhaps there are people that have only read the comic books and sure. are just right. um, I don't know if I should even bother, you know, watching this. That's like, you know, so many episodes. I have my life to live. Or any way she performs. So maybe. So LA. Yeah. So let's just. (laughs) So LA. (laughs) So let's just do some uh, general cageisms. And then I'll go a little bit more specific into episodes four, five, and six. But I'm not going to do anything spoilery. Just um, bring talking about characters like Bushmaster, um, played by um, (sighs) Mustafa Shakir, Mm -hmm. Artilda, played by uh, Gabrielle Dennis, Alfre Woodard, Mariah. Uh, Go ahead and give me your impressions. She acts the heck out of that role. I oh my mm-hmm. god! She, yeah, she's always yes. boring, like borderline, like unstable. But then she pulls it together to do like some dark stuff, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Whoa, you're you're really killing this acting stuff." Uh, it's Luke Cage is good. Yeah, yeah it's I, just it's good. I miss. I will say, I miss Cottonmouth. He's like yeah. he was my favorite. He was the best yeah. part of the he, first. I one. don't think they really knew how well he was gonna like connect. I was like, he was yeah. amazing. But Bushmaster, I know. I know you're yeah. going like into it like later with like the season yeah. two stuff. But Bushmaster is fantastic. Yeah, I really enjoy with the that particular actor um, Mustafa what he has brought to it because it's you you see all dimensions of a person with yes. what he's doing there because yes yes he's a killer yes he's yeah. brutal. Does he have reasons? Yes, he does. And yes. in that sense, I love the parallel that you get with um, season one's Cottonmouth, yeah. that you get with uh, Mahershala Ali, with mm-hmm. what he brought yeah. to Cottonmouth, because you feel a vulnerability for Bushmaster, and then you're also like, wait, you're the bad guy. You gotta, you gotta be yes. buried, yeah. man. Yeah, you gotta dude. be buried. Yeah. That's why Killmonger worked. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. when you listen to Killmonger and his motivation, you're like, oh, what, dog? You're right. actually kind of right. Right. Like, I kind of <laughs> agree with you, but these methods, man, I can't ride this <laughs> train with you. To say I can't, it. No. I can't yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the, the significance of Luke Cage is he was one of the the first major black superheroes i think he was the first one to star in a book but this being the internet if i'm wrong it's been corrected in the next 10 seconds but um, <laughs> if he wasn't the very first he was yeah, definitely he was one of the first yeah, yeah. um i i 
liked the fact that originally he's a hero for hire. He's like, I'll help mm. you if you pay me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I understand now that it's going to be a little cliche that the one like major right. black superhero is like, you got to right. break me off type I mean, thing. If anything, yeah. the season two is kind of uh, the script is flipped because mm-hmm. um, he has um, the world around him being like, oh, dude, you should get paid for this. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, I, I want to, you know, in fact, that's one of the things in the episodes four, five and six where it's yeah. like, no, 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 I'll, I'll pay you. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're my hero for hire. Yeah. You know, let's do this. Like in one episode, a super <laughs> fan mm-hmm. actually uh, gets a hold of his services uh, for a very substantial sum, actually. Uh, yep. Could, you know, that's, well, a, probably, that's a pretty good price cheap. You got to keep the lights on. That's like the great paradox of like <laughs> giving your, laying your life down and trying to save people. Yeah, you know, me as, as a storyteller, I write a lot of superhero stories and, and I always try and ask my, look at it through the lens of like, well, what would actually happen? Sure. You know, not with the cliches of what would actually yeah, happen. Yeah. And what <laughs> would actually happen is he'd get drafted by the NFL. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like, like would, stuff they, like yeah, that. They like, would approach him. Yeah, uh, and like, I will say they yeah. address that yeah. also in season okay. two. Yeah. I'm very excited for people <laughs> to see because these are excellent points to bring mm-hmm. up because yeah. they're mm-hmm. real world circumstances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because uh, And for that, I'm just to, just to go a little bit nerdy. Okay, so uh, the Unlimited Class Wrestling Federation, I've been talking about this a lot, um, where it's like, um, you know, that's kind of a deep dive in, mm-hmm. in comics, but it's like you have these wrestlers that are super powered. Mm-hmm. They're a little bit too super powered to be actually in wrestling or to be athletes mm-hmm. anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So then they have to like do their own right. league. Spider-Man and things. Ben Grimm, uh, they, they all Thank you. Did yes, the thing. Uh, mm-hmm. And then they even have some Eternals, like the Beyonder, like jumping yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah. Does he show? I mean, he has to show up in his Elvis jumpsuit, though. The right, with like, the like, curly hair. Right, totally. Like, mm-hmm, right. Yeah. So, but yeah, but I'm um, going back to uh, Luke Cage season two. Um, with this, uh, I have to say, and I, I love that you brought up, uh, you know, Alfrey, uh, Alfrey right. Woodard, yeah. uh, because her as Mariah Dillard, or I guess Mariah Stokes, um, mm-hmm. however, right. uh, you know, depending mm-hmm. on the progression of where you are in this, mm-hmm. she is chilling and vulnerable and um wow you want her on your side but you also don't want her to know your name yeah at the same time it's such an odd division (laughs) between marvel cinematic and marvel tv because when she showed up in avengers 2 in that cameo mm -hmm. you know you were like oh okay this is gonna be significant oh it's not oh okay all right right right. i mean i i assume she did the cameo, and then Luke Cage came about afterwards, and it was just like it is what it is, yeah. you know. But it it was a it was a weird thing to like see her in two yeah. different places and completely unrelated at the same yeah. time. But you're right; she is an, a masterful actor, yeah. and I appreciate the fact more than anything we're at a point where really truly talented people can be in these superhero movies sure. mm-hmm. like yeah. the Glenn Close wow. and Guardians and yeah. stuff wow. and, and, and have it like be okay yeah you know yeah, um, yeah, yeah like we're, it's getting, not, we're getting all the talent like, like, hey, you don't we, have to be we, embarrassed about being a geek we anymore. got Angela Bassett the yeah. rest of them can fall in line she's right. my she's my queen right. obviously I literally. want her more of her she's my, she's my queen Black mother Panther. literally yeah. literally she's yeah. Ramonda um, but yeah, that's going to be our little Luke Cage talk for right now because of uh, time willing. And yes, Matt Key gave me this little uh, Luke Cage. Sweet Christmas. <laughs> Indeed. So Uh-oh. moving on with our TV talk. Um, so Cloak and Dagger, have y'all been watching? Episode yes. five has dropped and it, oh my God, I I loved, man. I loved this episode. Layers to this, so yes. Nice. Not not to be too spoilery, and also to keep it short because I sure. see we're kind of running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right sure. on time. Uh, I'll say really quickly that my my favorite part, and trying not to keep it super spoilery. Yeah, um, but still, 
Right, but but still, uh, in in the basketball game where mm. the the ref was being hard on the uh, the dude on the other team who was black, and just seeing like his conflict with like dealing with this white dude in power, and it's like, eh, we're both black, but we're like opposite teams, so like I should be like glad that the call is in my favor. But he was just like super bothered by it, and that I don't know, like I liked I liked seeing that conflict. I liked the the conflict that he deals with in the the levels. And the length they go to, like, showcase that. Yeah, I think uh, Cloak & Dagger has been really good about, um, uh, well, to keep it as a simple term, um, the unfairness that comes with sure. um, what lot that you were born into in life. Yeah. And, like, with that in particular, where it's like, oh, the prestigious championship school that um, obviously has the ref, like, in their favor. Yeah. And then you know, having to deal with a situation like that and being on that side and you can just as easily be on the other side because it's, uh, you know, it's the thing where it's like people would think that racism doesn't exist when it goes to a class issue, but it's like they're kind of hand in hand at the same time. again, back to being Captain Diversity, you only get those stories Mm -hmm. when you have the people on the other side of the camera telling that have lived those stories. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They understand that nuance. Yeah, because when you haven't been there, you're like, no, of course you'd be glad that the rest of you the calls. You don't even catch certain things if you haven't been there, yeah. 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 Because um, you know, you can um, go through life in a in a certain way, seeing things in a certain view. Mm-hmm. And I love that we have a show like Cloak and Dagger, which I think they are absolutely killing it. Yes, uh, I absolutely. Yeah, um, my tone, mom, sisters, everyone, color this. palette, you know, <laughs> yeah. um, with the acting, everything. Yeah. Um, but with that, it's it matters. Like mm-hmm. this um, kind of representation mm-hmm. matters yeah. because 100%. you can actually see that other side of it. You yeah. can feel what they're going through. Yeah. It isn't just, oh, these are some teenagers and punk kids, yeah. you know, when, such yeah, and yeah. such. When it real. was, when it, I, I was a big fan of the, of the comic back in the day and when it was first announced that they were doing it like a free form type thing, mm-hmm. it's like a- angsty teenagers, I was like, because uh, <laughs> even though they were, they were young in the book, of yeah. course, but I mean, yeah. all of them were young, It did, but it didn't read young. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so now to fast forward, and you're like, oh, right, okay, yeah. yeah no, they're, I'm, they're yeah, I'm, yeah, and I love I like that they lot. got to the powers quick. Like, they didn't they do, like, did. a slow build. I was like, nope, this is what it is. This is how it works, and we're into it. That, yeah. Yeah. So, Amy, I know you're watching Cloak and Dagger. Um, <laughs> so you in the chat room, how are you doing over there? Well, well, so some people in the chat room are super into Cloak and Dagger, and others are warming up to the idea yeah. of it, that they okay. really just want to get, you know, it's been five episodes now and I think the further along you get into a show the more you really get grounded into their powers mm-hmm. um, but yeah no I like it and I'm I'm glad that it's on Freeform because it's making mm. me think of Freeform in a different way yeah. not just kind of nice. like oh, it's Freeform mm-hmm. no they're doing a good job and yeah I really like it I like that it's also in New Orleans yeah. so yes. somewhere different that's fun yeah. 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 yeah it can't all be New York Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. New York is taking care of. There are other fine. places. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually looking forward to um, shows that aren't based in North America. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Shows or movies that aren't. Yeah. 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 They're far from home. Yeah. Far yeah. from home. <laughs> Just, um, but yes, uh, and this is I. I love this piece of news. So uh, Kristen Ritter is making her directorial yes. debut. That's right with uh, Jessica Jones season three. So she's going to set behind the camera for the first time. Yeah. Very excited about that. I'm um, keeping in mind, like with um, Luke Cage season two, we had. Uh, um, uh, Lucy Liu directed the very first episode, and yes, uh, yes. I believe it was Cheo Hodori Coker that um, wrote the first episode. Feel free to correct me if I'm wrong on that. That mm. really was just off the cuff. <laughs> um, but yes, so that should 
likely return to the streaming service in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally have not heard go with what's, uh, what's going on. <laughs> I'm like, well, Netflix. we're short well, of you go have, back out. Unless you have something specific, because we do have a couple more other no, things. Should no. people reach out to you on Twitter for Yeah, you this? can at me, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. About literally okay. anything. Give yes. them the subject. Uh, for what you're about to say that they will then be like what did you mean? I will just say the reason why I haven't started Luke Cage yet is because Jessica Jones season 2 was such slow going and I wanted to watch them all in order and I did but that was hard hard work that's all so when it's like yeah at him at me I'm easy to locate (laughs) be Dave Walters get at me bro yeah that's it (laughs) That's fine. Um, um, the way that I think about uh, Jessica Jones season one and season two, I think season one as being um, Jessica Jones within the world, and I think season two as in the world around Jessica Jones. I'm not saying that, um, you know, just a, I, I kind of see it in a different point of view. Yeah. I have um, a lot of issues with season two, and mm-hmm. I understand if people aren't as gung-ho yeah. to watch but um, I did find a number of levels of enjoyment in it. Storytelling is about growth and change, or mm. tragedy is about a character that doesn't change when yeah. you know they should. Uh, I, we were talking at the beginning of this. I feel like Jessica is the same She's person at the end of season two that she was at the beginning of season one. Yeah. And it's like, then what was the point in literally But I will this? say, I'm very interested to see the episode that she directs having played the character. Like, right? what's her take on it? Like, yes. no, yes. this is actually what Jessica would do. This is how this scene would go. I yep. do want to see that. I'm looking no, forward At this to point, it. no one knows Jessica more than Kristen at this point. So <laughs> You would think, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you would think for sure. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, so last weekend, uh, myself and Koi Jandro, who is a, uh, uh, it's unfortunate that he can't be here tonight, but he's also uh, working really hard for stuff that he will be able to uh, show, you know, follow on his Twitter and his Instagram for all this awesome stuff that he uh, is doing and has coming up. Um, but we. Uh, did go to amazing Las Vegas uh, Comic Con uh, over the weekend. We went with Collider, and I just have a number of pictures <laughs> from just uh, random things. Uh, we did uh, the Collider Heroes panel. Um, Koi and I also did um, Collider Movie Talk, where we uh, talked about the new Indiana Jones Five movie coming out. <laughs> that was a nice location uh, with Steven Spielberg. Uh, and then um, also uh, we talked. Oh yeah, we talked about um, um, Aquaman. Yeah, they talked about that also. Uh, let me just say, don't need another Indiana Jones. Or do need more Aquaman. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> also, at me. <laughs> there you go. I love it. I love it. Let's uh, you know keep that conversation going. But uh, it was um, yeah myself, Coy, and John Schnapp. And um, Hi, as you can Schnapp. see from the pictures um, on YouTube of I. Something that um, kind of irks me a little bit when you see um, magazines or magazines or um, news articles or anything online where they say about cosplayers and then they'll be like, um, oh, uh, yeah, and it'll be a certain type of cosplayer. Mm-hmm. Um, like I found a black female cable and like found, I mean, like I just walked and she was like right there. Yeah. And so I have a picture of her and I think that's um, uh, Shade Ava cosplay. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have her on my Twitter and I think it's Excellent. I mean, yeah, you get it. She's good. infected with a techno-organic virus. Uh, I mean, yeah. who's not in this day and age, right? Who isn't? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Ooh, ooh, what? Sorry. Okay. You told me that in confidence. I'm yes, sorry. I did. What? Right. Uh, and then um, I just want to say a huge thank you to um, a number of fans that like, 
came up um, yeah. at that time. That that made me feel incredible. Like people that were like, "Hey, I know you do Collider, but we really love Marvel Movie News." That meant a lot to me. Yeah, it's like yeah. Um, and then also I met um, Noah and Nolan. It was their first um, Comic Con. They were like itty bitty littles, oh. itty bitty littles. And their dad, who brought them to um, you know um, amazing con, amazing Comic Con. And it's like, hey, you have to start somewhere. He's like, yeah, I'm trying to get them involved in the in the books, uh, you know, like in the comics. But you know, we can start with the movies, kind of a deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently, I met my um, my unofficial fan club president. <laughs> <laughs> I met him also, uh, and nice. it was just, yeah, it was really great. Wow. It really makes me want to do more conventions, definitely, because hey, mm-hmm. we are one tribe. Uh, we are nerds. That's right. And That's I That's I right. very much I very much enjoy that. And then with this with this con, it was. Usually cons are like, you know, crowded. Like if you think like Comic-Con, Comic-Con, like San Diego Comic-Con, it's, um, Mm -hmm. it's become very commercialized. Um, with this, it really was like back to, back to when it really was. I mean, in there, I I saw Luke Cage, like original Luke Cage. We're talking Tiara and Gauntlets Mm -hmm. and that happened. Uh, And then I also have a picture in there with, and you can check my Instagram too. I have most of these on there. Um, not all of them though, because I was saving them for the show. (laughs) So I guess you just have to go to the YouTube, um, um, iTunes listeners. Um, but yeah, and then Lewis Tan is in there. He's carrying a sword. Um, awesome guy. We actually went to see um, Absinthe with him and his PR person is me, Koi, and uh, John and Sheena. And yeah, I just, I guess um, we're, we're awesome. Nerds, <laughs> nerds are really Take cool. Away. We there are it is. Awesome. Nerds are so Hashtag cool. Get on my level. I loved I love the creativity with everything. Yeah. Oh, and this this uh <clears throat> this one fan that we have here. Oh, and you told me your username and I'm sorry I'm forgetting it right now. He has a Captain America shield that he is slowly working through cons to have all of the Avengers sign it. Hmm. That's so, cool. In the nice. middle of the star, he has That's Stanley cool. already, and then yeah. everything <gasps> around. I know everything uh, around the edge. I mean, he has Cra- well, not just Avengers. Um, because he, he has Craglin in, <laughs> in there. Um, so but yeah, is that Hawk Girl? Yeah, Hawk, the, Hawk, Hawk. Yeah, yes. Hawk Girl. Hawk, serious yeah. wings. Cosplayers Seriously, are legit. cosplayers are mm-hmm. so incredible. Yes. they really are. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean. So let's do some shout outs real quick. So um, uh, A. Scott Fitzgerald at Illadelph, uh, is it Philadelphia? Illadelph 12. Philadelph. Ray Campos at the underscore Pastor Swole. Nah. Uh, J.D. West at J.D. West Films. Jesse Klein at Jess Klein 1. Uh, Rihanna and Rhea at Rihanna and, uh, underscore Rhea. Michael Davis at Mike E. J.D. 123. Abdo Othman at Abdo Berzik. <laughs> Queen Nemo at Christy Monsta. Uh, John Cone at John O'Cone. And then, yeah, I wonder if, do we have any, do we have enough time to knock out a couple of questions? Uh, yeah, I'm going to take it as a yes. So, Jocelyn <laughs> at Bad Wolf Bay 10, any thoughts on a second MCU hero being in Spider Man Far From Home? And if so, which one? Like, if it isn't just Spider Man, who else would you like? Right. To be on a European trip with Spider Man? Right. I want them to pay off the Miles Morales drop that they kind of like alluded to in Homecoming. I would love to see him just, he doesn't even have to show up as Spider-Man. He'd just be like, oh yeah, like, what's up, bro? Like, I'm, that's, that's what I want. And then, still, but Sony has, they're doing things with that. I just hope it is not Black Cat trying to steal the crown jewels. Oh. (laughs) 
It literally anything, but not <laughs> that. Yeah, because the master already took them on Sherlock, and so anything else is not a thing. So hopefully Excalibur shows up. I know that'll that'll take a lot of rights crossing over, but it might be possible by right. then. So uh, right. either Excalibur or somebody from even if he like just ran into Lockjaw like flying by like yeah. randomly. Yeah, that that's what I'd like. Yeah, mine would be incredible. Uh, uh, I was gonna say incredible. Yeah, incredible, but also impossible with what Smith set up. But mm, Spider Gwen. But it's not gonna, yeah. not for this. But they're doing it animated. Um, they're doing for the Spider Verse. They have, oh, a, yeah, they have yeah, her. Yeah. They have Miles. They got everybody. Obviously. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, I'll, I'll, I'll. Spider Ham. They have. <laughs> Spider Ham. Spider Ham. Yeah. Does, does Google whatever. It. Google it. Can. Does it's whatever a, a Spider Ham can. Yep. <laughs> That's right. Yep. So, but uh, yeah, and then um, Ashley Houchins, um, at Ashley Houchins. I feel like we uh, kind of covered this a little bit, but in case anybody wants to throw anything else out, uh, what other cosmic characters could we expect to see going forward? Kind of like the sky's the limit here. Uh, and he says, I personally think a character like Oblivion should be considered, which I think is fun. I, I know I said a, a nihilist a lot, and I think I said <laughs> Yonder, Molecule yeah. Man, um, Frightful Ford. So that would bring in Wizard. I yeah. mean, well, those aren't those aren't cosmic, but you know, yeah, you Silver know. Surfer Big. still need to see the Silver, Silver Surfer. Surfer. Silver Surfer done right. Like Gal- all, all of Galactus is Herald. Yeah. yeah, like in Big Roy Orbis and Galactus would be a yeah. nice. Are, touch. are you there saying you, you don't want Galactus as a clown? <clears throat> I want Big Roy Orbis and Galactus. That's what I want. Yeah, the actual factual. I I would want to see them do uh, the Watcher. Like I would just oh, and the, have them the do it. Uh, it's, yeah, it's Stanley. We covered this. Stan Lee is the Watcher. Yes. <laughs> I'll, ha- I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> He's one of the watchers. Okay, you know, this has been great. Thanks for, and there's so much, oh, there's so much more conversation I want to have with the two of you. And I hope that all of you want to have with them. Yeah, I realized me shaking the fist. No, it's like me frustrated with the Mm -hmm. time constraints because I love this nerddom. (laughs) So uh, B. Dave Walters, uh, let them know where they can find you. And please pitch anything that you're doing right now. Uh, Again, at B. Dave Walters, uh, Theogony of Kairos on Maze Arcana, 7 o'clock Wednesdays. The first three episodes are up on twitch.tv forward slash Maze Arcana. I will be at Comic-Con. If you see me, holler at me. I'm gigantic, so you won't be able to miss me. I'm I'm like freaky ginormous. Yeah. Uh, and at 7 o'clock Saturday, if you want to talk about like the deeper significance of the movies, the TV, of superhero, genre, storytelling, uh, Room 4, Comic-Con, I'll also be at Gen Con, oh. B. Dave Walters, at me. Yes. I didn't know you did that at your panel. I love talking about... I'm like, Are you coming to San Diego? No, I'm actually going to be in Brazil for my brother's wedding, so I'll be roughing hey, it. Oh, like, sorry. Oh, 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 yes, oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I won't be at Comic Con because that's where I'll be. Uh, I wish I would be there though. Uh, but yeah, follow me at Josh Evans Go. But my whole Comics Inspire thing, like I love talking about just how the different stories like connect to real life and mm-hmm. they get into like Joseph Campbell stuff. And like I'd love, oh, what? I we love get, all I'm, I'm glad this is coming at the end of the show because uh, we would like, dude, like right, lost her whole was, itinerary. Yeah. We're like, this is what we're not gonna do. <laughs> I yeah. I love it. So yeah, do that. And then also like outside of kind of like nerd stuff, I also do like poetry and spoken word. So if you got an event, uh holler at me at Josh at Josh Evans go. Like I can do, I can do bars. Things. Man, yes. I have <laughs> I have all of them. Uh, I do go. weddings also. So if you're getting married <laughs> Apparently in Brazil. Right. So, uh, Amy, uh, where yeah. can they reach you in uh, some uh, upcoming pro- uh, projects? Um, well, you guys can find me on all social media at Amy Cassandra MTZ. And yeah, I'm on Popcorn Talk a lot. We talk about movies, obviously, mm-hmm. Popcorn Talk. And on AfterBuzz TV, talking about Netflix and Marvel TV. And I'm also on Geek Bomb. So, if you like to nerd out, come join us. 
Love it. Um, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Marquee McCarty. I don't remember if I introduced myself at the beginning of this episode. I probably didn't because I don't do that for some. Because <laughs> I mean, it's implied it's that they know. already know you. Internet superstar Marquee McCarty. Yeah. The presence of royalty and greatness. <laughs> Obviously, that yes, that you've brought us up. Thank oh, you. Um, so that's M A R K E I A M C C A R T Y. And yeah, I do a variety of uh, different projects right now. Um, I should be doing a project with actual uh, Mr. B. Dave Walters. We'll see what ends up happening with that, but that will be a lot of uh, positivity and, and outspokenness. No pop lock. And, and pop locking. Pop locking to happen. And uh, so drop. I'm very excited uh, if that, when that project comes to fruition, mm-hmm. uh, for instance. But um, then, yes, I'm doing a lot of things with um, Hyper RPG. If you want to check that out on Mondays at 6 p.m. PT, I'm part of 10 Candles, which is a tragic horror RPG where, like I said before, yes, we will die, but how do we actually live? And in this particular one, it's called, um, it's Volume 5, Charlie Chimp. So we are, it's Haunted Toy. Your Kickstarter, don't forget. Oh, thank you. And my Kickstarter. I, um... I recently uh, GM'd three episodes of Ten Candles, and the uh, oh. creator of Ten Candles then reached out to me to um, game design for his next project. Oh. So I am less than, I think last time I checked, it was like less than three or 200 or $300 on the Kickstarter, where my contribution will then be unlocked, and I will have an expansion in his next project, which is called Gather. And if you look on my Twitter, uh, you can easily click into that link. Um, please, you know, go ahead and um, contribute to that, because uh, it's an excellent game. Otherwise, I, you know, wouldn't want to be a part of it. And then also, um, you know, always play more games. <laughs> Always. Um, but yeah, we there's awesome. a... awesome. Always play more games. Always Take play more games. Uh, so yeah, a variety <laughs> of things. Just check out my, my Twitter and Instagram. I have my Vegas trip on there and right now my Instagram stories. So um, enjoy <laughs> <laughs> if that's your thing. And uh, we love you. Thank you for coming uh, for here for Marvel Movie News and see you the same time next week. And did you... From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals. Gosh, well, that's me.